0: Hey, you're listening to John Gregory Vincent here with the Surfacing Inclusive Leadership Podcast. This is leadership I learned the hard way during my 14 years on submarines. After a Gallup gig, working for the best human behavioral organization in the world, I was ready to launch my coaching, advising, and training company, The Submarine Way. So, hey, let's cast off all lines because we're getting underway. The Submarine Way. This episode is brought to you by Submarine Way Wellness, the purest supplements on Earth. Hey, we started that company because uh, Deb and I have supplemented for years and years, but uh, as the market has become saturated with more and more garbage, and it's not FDA regulated, you don't know what you're putting in your body. So you can search and search, or you can go find a lab that produces the purest supplements, and you can manufacture, and you can sell. And that's what we do at Submarine Way Wellness. Check it out at submarinewaywellness.com for the purest supplements on earth. Hey, two of the likely candidates for president are gonna be older than any other presidents in history. Does this mean ageism and business is on its way out as well? For many months, the mainstream media, including New York Times, has proclaimed that Joe Biden is simply too old to be president and definitely too old to run again. How about having 40 years of experience on the world stage, knowing every world leader on a one-to-one basis? How about having negotiated more multilateral agreements than any one government today? How about a man that still retains his health after two bouts of COVID-19? Susan Wilner Golden put it in her recent book, stage, not age, it's time to shift the American mindset away from divining people by their age, and instead, consider their stage. We would call this talent at the Submarine Way. And look at the skills, the ambition, and the talent they have to contribute and to accomplish. Is that reality though? Are we truly ready to select people first for their talent, and second, for their contribution? Let's look at the way we've set up our social system structure. Retirement is getting older and older. The latter baby boomers won't fully retire, meaning eligible for social security, until 67 and 68. Gen X is 68 and 69, if you use qualification for full social security as a measure. But yet, there's a big issue with this. Most people will not last in their careers until they're 66, 67, or 68, no matter how vital they are, no matter how good they are, no matter how crucial they are, unless they're at the very, very top, meaning CEO, perhaps COO, and a couple of others. If they're lower than that, they're probably not gonna make it to 66, 67, or 68. See, these are the highest paid individuals, and for some companies that need to cut staff, older workers are often looked at first. We know this firsthand, and I'll just leave it at that. And how about those that are cut with a modest severance package, who need to go back to work? Their chances, even in this talent-starved business world, are slim to none. So they're going to get cut because of their salaries, and that'll start happening past 50, depending on how long they've been with the organization. And then they're going to flip around because their severance package isn't enough for them, you know, to carry them all the way till whatever. So they look for a job. They're too old for a job. But are they? I mean, if 80 is not too old to be president of the United States, or even 70 or 75, you can't be a director or a VP at 60. It doesn't make sense. But it is reality. Recent years have brought increased awareness and attempts to dismantle the, the, the uh, systems of racism, sexism, anti-LGBTQ discrimination in the workplace. Frankly, the same awareness does not exist for ageism. There aren't champions for ageism in any large scale, which is often cited as it, it is often cited as the last acceptable ism. With a tight labor market, businesses need new ways to attract and retain qualified candidates. Workers over 50 present an untapped opportunity. They're abundant, experienced, and other employers often overlook them to their own detriment. Instead of paying an older worker 20% or more for their experience, pay them for what would a, a, a moderately experienced candidate make. Many would be delighted to have that opportunity. And you get the benefit of business savvy, experience, real talent, developed over the years the true expertise, maturity that many older people have, and then their natural ability to include. They've worked with everyone, and many have weathered the adjustments as business has become global. They have gone through downsizing, upsizing, cross-sizing. They've mastered working with everyone in many cases, not at all. According to Fortune, research shows that the vast majority of both employers and fellow workers have a positive view of older workers. Counter to the off sided original, the stories of Apple and Microsoft and Facebook, all of which were founded, you know, when Steve Jobs, Bill Gates, and Mark Zuckerberg were under the age of 22. Startup success is actually more likely for companies founded by middle-aged entrepreneurs. The average age of a Fortune 500 CEO is 57. Some are over 70. Some are over 90, such as Warren Buffett. Choose an ageism and 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 you can you can see you can see it and ageism goes both ways but i'll use from submarines um it was really sort of this line in the sand that after you had served so many years of underway uh you were starting to age out of the submarine force now I got out of the submarine force because I just got too senior to stay on submarines, but there are other folks that you literally age out because of the stress, because of other factors, because of health, because of things like that. But at the end of the day, it was a subtle form of ageism uh, because if you could still outperform or at least perform at the highest level, why leave? Well, the answer was there's only so many subs and only so many spots and only so many you know opportunities to promote, so you gotta go. So if you look at things instead of through the lens of are you 19 or are you 69, if you look through the lens of talent, once again, you will find true inclusion. Talent levels these playing fields. Ageism doesn't exist when you look through the lens of talent. Can the person do whatever the role is because they have the talent for it. Now, if it is an extremely physical job and physically demanding, then I would say, you know what, then, then pure talent, knowing how to do things, uh, p- pure expertise is probably not gonna carry the day, right? I mean, if you're, if you're literally working very, very hard manual labor. But don't you need supervisors in the field? Don't you need people that can make sure that the quality of work is being done even if they can't do the quote unquote heavy lifting themselves? How much money would you save if you had somebody out there making sure that it was done right, making sure that you had somebody who could interact with the customer and that whatever their concerns were were dealt there and you're not sending an entire crew back that you had planned being someplace else, but they gotta go back and fix something that could have been handled if you had, talented, experienced person. So even if you say, you know what, I'd love to use you and you come up with some excuse because obviously you're not allowed to not hire someone because of their age, that is quote unquote illegal, but it's, you know, so easy to get around that. What if you were to look at it differently, even for highly physical jobs and say, how does this person and their talent and their expertise, right, talent plus skill, skill is practicing and, and using your talents leads to expertise. I've heard this 10,000-hour thing, you know, when you do something for 10,000 hours. So talent plus, let's just say a lot of practice, which is skill, leads to expertise. Age really does become rather irrelevant if you're looking through the talent, skill, and expertise lane, okay? Now, of course, there's exceptions, as I already talked about the physical labor, and there could be other exceptions as well. Ageism is alive and well. But it makes no sense that someone at the age of 55 or 60 just simply is too old to take a chance on, but someone who's 80 can be the leader of the free world. It doesn't make sense, and the reason it doesn't make sense is because it doesn't make sense. This is John Gregory Vincent. You are listening to Surfacing Inclusive Leadership, where we are so honored to just grow and grow. because of of you folks. What do we do at the Submarine Way? Check us out at thesubmarineway.com. It's very simple. We develop inclusive leaders using the submarine methodology of talent-based, inclusion-focused, and mission-oriented. We've turned that into a four-step system. We start with assessments, and then we go into individual coaching, and then we do group coaching, slant uh, team training, and then we do reinforcement throughout to make sure what you learn is actually applied. It works. Reach out to us at thesubmarineway.com or John Gregory Vincent on LinkedIn or our president and founder, Deb Cake Fortin. We'd love to have a conversation with you and see if we can help you. Take good care and please be well.